The internet is your friend. It's not, though. Welcome to episode five. We're finally going to talk about goats. Finally. Yay. So we've heard from a lot of people that they want to get goats or maybe they've had goats in the past. Uh, This episode is for people who are just starting out and have never had goats before. The basic basics. Yeah, let's start out with what where you would get a goat if you wanted one. Or should we start with the amount of land they got? And... Start with how to prepare for goats, incoming goats, before anything else. Right, like do you have any kind of land? Do you have a, an acre or two acres, something like yes. that? you need about, from what I've read... You need about 200 square feet outside area per goat. So whatever that's equivalent to, I'm not sure. But you need, you need, you a, need space. You need a little bit of space. Yeah. And You can't just have one in your backyard in a HOA type of situation. Right, because the HOA would get upset that you have a goat. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's, it's more of a rural thing. It's more for people out in the country. And you should also look at your town rules, laws. Ordinances, whatever. Ordinances, yes, that's the word. Um, Because goats can be kind of noisy, so you want to check on that first as well. And then the inside space, you need about 15 to 20 square feet per goat. So you need a shelter for them, obviously. Right, and not just some cheap thing, because if you're in a place up north like we are, winter can be tough, so you want them to be protected from the wind. Rain, snow, hail, sleep, whatever. It's not just a place for them to sleep. It's a place they can hang out if there's a bad weather day. Yeah, they like to hang out and have siestas, I call them, or like midday naps. They're like puppies. They take naps in the morning, naps in the afternoon, some stand while napping, and just zone out. Also keep in mind that they are smart, curious, parkour experts. So if your yard is kind of empty, they might get bored. And if you don't have a proper fence with a proper gate, they could get out. We've heard stories of people coming home to find their goats standing on their cars. and Although... Is it that their driveway is fenced in with the goats? That's that's that the could question. Because be. I, I never did ask, like, because you don't want to be rude. You're like, how did your goat get to your car? Yeah. Because our goats would never get to our car. We're fenced in. We got gates. We're, we're, we're good. But then you read all the Googling before we got our goats kept saying, if the fence can't hold water, it won't hold a goat. And you hear all these people saying, oh, they'll always get out, they'll always get out. But to be fair, mm, we haven't had that experience. We haven't had that. We've, we have decent fencing. Was it welded, wired? It's like, the, the fence we use is five foot tall woven wire horse fence. And we had the welded at first until I started talking to people. And what will happen is the goat will try to get to some leaves and uh, put his hooves up on the fence so he can reach some leaves that are coming over the fence. So uh, first thing is try not to have 
the fence next to a whole bunch of attractive leaves. But the more they put pressure on that welded fence, the more possibility the weld will break and you'll have to patrol the fence and make sure it's okay. The, the woven horse fence is really durable and you don't have to worry about it. And they also rub their backs and faces against the fence. Yeah, just to scratch. So, yeah, so they gotta not be able to push on it and be able to get out, basically. Yeah, the, the advice I was given is when you're putting T-posts in, like metal T-posts and this five-foot woven horse fence, just push on it. And if, if it makes you nervous, put another T-post. Yep. Uh, but the main thing is if goats have enough to occupy them, if they have enough things to do, they're cool. If they're incredibly bored and nothing is ever going on and they never get any social interaction, you could get some shenanigans. Yeah, our goats are very social. I've been told many times they're the most friendliest goats ever. And they're kind of spoiled, So, but we'll get into that later. Right. If you're, if you're starting out with goats, just remember that they're smart and they, they do respond to people. There have been studies where they put pictures of people with regular faces on the wall and pictures of people smiling on another part of the wall and the goats will gather around the smiling pictures so they it does matter if you're putting out a a fun vibe yeah and and they're herd animals so you can't get just one goat they need they need friends you need at least two and bringing new goats into the herd you're supposed to quarantine them but sometimes that's not possible but you always want to bring someone in with a friend because there is bullying that happens. Until they become part of the herd. Yeah. That transition is kind of tough. So you also have to be aware that you're going to be trimming hooves. Uh, goats have two toes on each foot and they have to be occasionally trimmed. So you have to get good at that. You'll have to give them their vaccines. So you're going to learn how to do injections. Yeah, the question is what kind of vaccines, and again, we're not experts, um, and we're not vets, but we do have a vet. You want to make sure you have a vet on hand in case there is emergencies or for questions, and then whoever you get the goats from, they usually know some stuff, although there's different people have different opinions on different things, which makes it super hard to know what is best. So make sure that you have an outdoor, like a large animal vet. We have miniature goats, which is also why we have less trouble because they're smaller physically, but make sure goats are considered large animal. They're not like dogs and cats. So it's a different kind of veterinarian. Yeah. They're, we have three different vets, uh, one for our birds, one for our goats and future other farm animals, and then dogs. So it gets hard. <laughs> and part of that is because we're out in Maine and the infrastructure in Maine is spread out. You might have better luck where you are, but you do want to contact a vet and, and get your, your medical information stuff directly from a vet. And they'll tell you and they'll help you learn how to give vaccine injections and tell you what the goats need. And yes, and just as a side note, be nice to your vet. They have a very hard job, and there's a lot of issues going around with vets lately, so, you know, it's important to respect them. 
They went to school for a long time, and they know what they're doing. Good ones are hard to find, and there's a reason. So, and you have to be willing to drive around the state to different farms. It's it's tough, but it's just a good it's good advice for anything really. Be be nice and respectful to everybody because it's the right thing to do, and that stuff comes back on you. So oh, yeah. if you're mean to people, it it comes back on you later. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to cover as far as the farm that you've got? Um, the land that you've got? You need land, you need fence, you need a shelter, preferably one that has doors so you can close them in at night uh, to pre- protect them from predators because they are prey animals. You definitely do not want them walking around at night. No. So don't get anything, don't cheap out on their shelter. Make sure they've got something sturdy. You'll need food for them so what do goats eat uh you always want to have hay 24 7 get from local people i don't even know it's hard to we have a general store that has feed hay it just depends on your area if, if you're getting goats if the goat farm is not too far away from your place you might be able to get it from the same place they get it or if you're in your own area, you just got to look around and find out where you can get hay from. Yeah, we're not experts on hay yet, but I know there's a lot of different types of hay. There's first cut, second cut, and then what's involved in the hay, what has better nutrients, etc. So you can read up on that. I'll eventually read up on that. I just know second cut's definitely better. It has more nutrients, but that's as far as I got. We've heard that from a vet. Yeah. But we did, we end up just getting stuff from our local general store, so it's not like we can demand a certain cut. But if you happen to know a hay farmer and you buy directly from them, they could sell you. And you, Oh, and you need storage. Oh, in, yeah, you need a winter. lot of storage. Yeah. <laughs> um, depending upon how many goats you've got, when we first started out we started with eight which is a larger number than we were supposed to start out with (laughs) nah (laughs) but we were going through a bale of hay in like three days Uh, this was during summer though yeah yeah and in the winter it was every two days and now we have 16 goats Oops. Which is the limit. That's as many as we're getting. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and now that's it. See, we're on the couch with the dogs again. and Tesla agrees with me, though. <laughs> they're mostly settled to sleep, but they're still making noises. You, now we have 16 goats, and we go through, in the winter, a bale every day. And, and it's, that's going to be particular to your farm and the weather. The reason that we go through a bale a day right now is because there's nothing to eat. Everything is frozen. Uh, goats will eat all kinds of vegetation. There are things that are toxic to goats. Yeah. You want to identify all the plants that are on your property. And you want to know what they are and whether they're toxic to goats. You can look that up on the internet. Just but We mainly... had a, a friend expert come out and identify all the miscellaneous plants because the plant identification apps not always accurate just gotta say there's no substitute for a person who just loves plants and and, and it's her job you. so yeah she works for yeah a, well now she works for a pond company but she's worked for a landscaping company for a long time and and she knows her stuff she so. knows all the species 
and she's an old friend of mine. And I told her, can we just pay you for your time? Can you come and just, you know, three hours work? And we, we paid her some, some, and she got to meet the dogs, and it was great. And we were able... very helpful. Yeah. Once you know what's on your land, you can determine whether or not you need to dig up things or get rid of things. There are some things that are perfectly fine for goats, except when the flowers bloom, then they're toxic to the goats. In the cartoons, goats can eat anything, but in real life, goats can eat most things. Yeah. But there are there are a few things on our property. The people that lived here before us had planted things that were not native to Maine that were toxic to goats, and we had to have it all dug up. All of the things I was digging all of it up mostly. We had a landscaper come with an excavator to scrape up a large portion. Some of it, but then it, like but... the stuff on the hills and stuff she randomly planted everywhere, I had to dig up by hand. So it was a to-do, like yeah. prepping for the goats to come. You were out was, there all the time. Was quite a to-do. No, the, the benefit for us is once we did that, as we fence out more of the property, we don't have to worry because things that are native to Maine, the, the vet told us that Maine doesn't have any anything native that's really dangerous for goats. So if it's just woods in the state of Maine, goats can just go out there and eat whatever. They will eat whatever. Uh, they're pretty good about knowing what's good for them and what's bad for them, but... They might taste something and know that it's not bad and stay away from it, so there is that. But then there's the occasional goat that doesn't quite get it. Yeah, so so why roll the dice? Just yeah. r- remove remove anything from the property that's bad for goats. Don't Don't trust the goats to to know because a lot of the goats will know better but then there's always that one guy <laughs> better safe than sorry is my motto <laughs> yeah. they, they but they do eat most things we had hops i tell the story all the time we had hops on one of our fences when we bought the place and you couldn't see through the fence it was just covered in hops and kara made beer out of it our first year here gluten-free beer gluten-free beer out of the hops because Kara's celiac, so she's everything's got to be gluten-free. Yep. And it was awesome. It was just right from our own house. We, we made this beer from our own land. <laughs> it's great. And then we got goats, and just, ew, they just buzzsawed through all of it, and the hops were gone. And, and that plant is dead now. Any hop that dares to sprout is immediately taken out. Yeah, because it's a perennial, so it's supposed to come back every year, right? But, mm. Look, not, not so much here. The problem is when somebody eats all of your leaves and you, you can't do photosynthesis if somebody keeps eating your leaves <laughs> and eating everything that you grow. You, you just end yeah. up as a, a bunch of sticks. <laughs> it's so sad. It's just really sad. And I hope to plant pops someday, uh, just not near the goats or where they can go. So the goats will eat all the vegetation that's not grass they don't want grass they will eat grass but they they don't prefer it it's like the second or third choice like last fine, resort fine i'll eat grass whatever nothing else it's grass then hay yeah unless it's good hay then they'll go for the hay first the and and they have their own personal preference of what good hay means yes so it some You'll... goats are pickier. Ours are weirder. Like, I've heard most goats prefer the coarse hay. Ours prefer the thin hay, which falls through the feeders and lands mostly on the floor. But they prefer it. I don't know why. They'll also eat the, the lower branches of the trees that they can reach. They'll eat all the leaves off of, that, off of that. So you'll see a tree that 
the lowest section of the tree is bare and the rest of the tree has leaves. Another issue is they will eat bark off some tree and if they eat all the bark all around, that tree will die. Yeah, the bark is the circulatory system of the tree. So if the, if the tree is stripped all the way around. So you may end up, if you have a problem with that, you may end up putting like chicken wire, a chicken wire skirt yeah. around the tree. To keep if you want to save those trees. Yeah, because we've had a couple of the goats have done that and it takes a while for a tree to die. It doesn't just happen overnight, but... I've, I'm going to have to cut those trees down eventually. Now, on our property, we're trying to clear it a little bit anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, so we're kind of letting them, which may not be the best, but what are you going to do? Yeah, so in, in <laughs> our particular case, we don't mind it. But you might you might mind it, so be aware that they do that. Another thing to consider is uh, when the feeders that you get. Mm. We started with these <laughs> feed bags. Yes, and there's... Several different kinds of feed bags. There's this canvas type with a big hole in the middle that the hay just falls right out of. There's these other ones that look like a hamper that are all mesh and have holes everywhere. That, again, the hay falls right out or a goat will get stuck in. Well, if you're one a, of our goats... A particular goat will get stuck in. <laughs> you will get stuck in any kind of feeder. It's, it's basically like a canvas bag, <laughs> and there's a big circle in the middle, in the front, and it's got a rope grid on it, and they're supposed to pick the hay through that. Uh, and the the knots are not fixed, so you can kind of move them over a little bit, and you can get your head in there, and you, you can't get your head out. And then... Belfast, who is the guy I'm talking about, gets his head stuck in the bag and starts screaming and running around and he can't see and he's just making a noise like he's dying and you go out there and you have to get the bag off his head and so now nobody can have this feed bag because of that guy. We've tried all the different canvas mesh soft feeders that are out there. We had no luck. No luck. And and a lot of it is because Belfast will get his head stuck in there. So you, yes. you have to get things that he can't get stuck in. We also cannot have a chicken feeder. You know, the ones you find at Tractor Supply where you dump the food in the bottom and then it comes out in these little cubbies. Yeah, it's got a central container and the food comes out. Yeah, and there's a water exactly like it. We had the water down for the chickens and he... Was it him? I think it was him. Him or Kenzale. Somehow got it around their neck so yeah don't ask me how i don't i don't know but it was a to-do so those no longer exist on our farm or you or you take the handle off if you can or something it, you, you got to figure out whether it's worth fighting and be advised that they can get their heads into stuff so yes they're very curious and they're just they're like little kids they want to know what's going on and get into everything everything if you're doing any carpentry on the property, you'll you'll have your you have to jealously guard your box of screws because the goats would be like, "Hey, hey, what you doing? What you doing?" And then another goat further away, like, "Hey, is he doing something over there? Yeah, he's doing something over here. Oh wow, we'll check that out." And then you have a crowd around you, and they're they're nosing around everything and checking everything out, and they will knock over your box of screws. So. You just got to be really careful um, yeah. with them around because they're curious and they want to know what's up. And for our case, 
So you don't want your goats eating your bird feed, like chicken, duck food. Um, I still haven't gotten the exact reason why. I think it's because there's meat products in ours. It's a fish, it's not meat. But there's something in the food that's not good for goats. Although they love it, because if they get a little bit, and every once in a while they will get a little bit, they'll eat it. So you want to make sure that's the way a lot of other farms are able to, what's the word, separate their birds and their goats. But unfortunately, our layout doesn't allow us to really do that. So yeah, the placement of the buildings we started with yeah. and the places where we were able to put a new building, it just doesn't add up to separate pastures. But if you have if you have totally separate areas where your chickens are over here and fenced in and your goats are over there, then you don't have to worry about it. But we have everybody in a common area. Yeah, so the ducks only get fed at night, which again is another issue, but and then the chickens have a feeder way up high. We had to put it super high because some of our goats are kind of taller and like to stand on their hind legs and they're taller than me at that point. And they'll still try to get stuff, but so I did find a good feeder that they can't get into, so I'll have to get more of those. I'll... The chickens can get in, but the goats can't. Yeah. And there's nothing like that for the ducks, I'm afraid. We The, no. the ducks have food at night. When we lock them all up at night, the ducks have a full complement of food and water. And treats. And, well, yeah, they all get treats. <laughs> for the, for the, the food for the goats, some people will tell you to give the goats grain. We, we don't do the grain. There's... We so here's the thing, right? It's not controversy, controversial, whatever the word is. But you got it. So it depends on what kind of goats. We should go back to the beginning. What kind of goats do you want? Do you want them for pets, which we have, or do you want them for dairy? So you'll need a lot of does, the female goats, nannies, or does. Do they call them does? They call them does. Oh, okay. Or... Nanny is more fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then you might need nannies for your nanny. So, <laughs> and then you got bucks who are... So weathers are... Males have been fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And bucks are not fixed and they need to be separated from the entire herd. You cannot have bucks and does together. You cannot have weathers and bucks together. Bucks Basically, are a different breed on yeah. their own. Bucks are, if one of your one of your does gets to her time of the month, or when she's ready, that buck will just break the doors down to get to her. Yeah. And they're they go crazy about it. it they also stink really bad. Yeah, they pee on themselves. And and the, the, the ladies are into it. Which is gross. The, yeah, the ladies are totally all about that. Because their pee is stinky. Yeah, I, I, I don't know <laughs> why they evolved to think why. that this is stinky and it's awesome, but that's kind of how they are. Um, if you're like us and you have, we have all weathers and we have uh, two females that were too small. Like one of them was too small to be a milking goat, so we got her. And she was a part of a, a set of triplets. Yeah. Or from the same... No, she was a triplet with two of the boys. So it was better to have her stay with her brothers. And then the second, Brooklyn... The same. Was also a triplet. Yeah. She wasn't as tiny, though. She was normal size. But 
the fact that we could keep them together, the breeder thought it was great, so we yeah. got her. So we got two females walking around with a bunch of weathers, and it's it's normally okay, but uh, Emily, the older of the two females, uh, she's got like a hard time when her time comes around, and she's walking around for a few days going, ah, I mean, she vocalizes <laughs> a lot. So and, here's the thing with Nubians, we don't have full-size Nubians right now. They're the ones with the really cool long ears. Um, they are intense. She wants full <laughs> Nubians. Yes. We have mini Nubians. We have mini are... Nubians, which are a mix between Nigerian dwarf and a Nubian. So, and we have Nigerian dwarfs. Yes, and Nigerian dwarfs. Nubians are infamous for being loud. Louder than most. And then the mini Nubians kind of take after them a little bit. Are boys and Emily and Brooklyn. She's not as loud right now. She's kind of young. But they are definitely louder than the other goats. And each goat has their own voice, so to speak. They all sound very different from each other. So you can always tell who's crying or going carrying on or whatever. And as far as as far as like having weathers around, there's still enough, I guess, enough ambient testosterone in the body to to have an effect. Sometimes when Emily's in heat, it's uh, mostly Brooklyn it's though, because mo- she's the younger. She's the younger. The the some of the males will respond a little bit, but it's it's an, a, an annoyance. It's not anything really bad, but we're like, hey, get off her, leave her alone. But if that had been a buck, we would have had serious trouble. Yeah. Huge be... difference. I mean, we were just mildly annoyed by the behavior. It would have been a mess. And yeah. we would have probably a pregnant doe at this yeah, point. Yeah, you, so. you don't have a buck unless you plan to breed. Yeah. And if you do dairy, be advised, you're going to milk that goat every day. Yeah. Every day. So you're, there you're were like... Was it? There's dairy goats, pet goats, and then meat goats, which you know I know people do. Whatever. It's yeah, not our not... not our cup of tea because once you get to know these guys, how how I don't I don't. They're know. little faces. They're so cute, <laughs> and they all have such personality. I just I don't know how people do it. The reason we don't do grain is because now it's not that you can't do grain. It's just we we are once again in the category of why roll the dice. Green. So it's mostly for babies and does, especially pregnant does, that help with calories because yeah. you don't get a lot of calories from hay. But the problem is the, the females have different needs than the males, especially weathers. Yeah. So the weathers don't need the same stuff that the females need. So if you feed them all the same stuff, the males can get a urinary tract problem, like an infection. Uh, kidney stones kind of like yeah i forget the it's it's different but it's in the neighborhood of kidney stones it's something like that where you could end up with a goat that can't pee and their bladder can burst and it's a, it's a horror story it's very rare but it can happen and the way you get around it is you make sure that the the grain has a what is it ammonium something ammonium chloride the minerals have to have it Unless you want to feed it to them separately. I know a lot of... So the goats will need... Um, 
like all year round, every like free. I forget the. Pardon me. Like, it's daylight savings and the sleep schedule and all the things are all screwed up. We've been knocked off by about an hour. Saturday is always hard anyway, and then Sunday comes around and I got less sleep than I should have, and it's just like, what the freak's well, going yeah, on? Yeah, we should address this. Uh, <laughs> Saturday we have a farmers market where we have a, a, a we do a gluten free bakery. So Kara gets up at like midnight. Yeah. And works all morning, and then I go do the market. So on Sunday, it's the it's the morning where she could try to sleep in a little, and maybe recover from that. But we just had the time change, so we lost an hour. Time change, and then I have this weird muscle thing in my legs, so I haven't been sleeping well at all. And we have a puppy, so it's just we, all the things. Yeah, you you pulled a muscle. That's all it was. Well, I don't know what I did, but anyway, so. You want to have available at all times for your goats the hay, of course, and then you want baking soda, which helps with their tummies. If they have upset tummies, they can just eat the baking soda. And you want minerals. So there's different types of minerals. We use Mana Pro, which includes the ammonium chloride. The other minerals do not include it. So you'd have to give it to them some other way. Right, and the, the, the reason the ammonium chloride is important is because it breaks down. I don't remember the chemistry. The, the, the person who explained it to us is one of the people we got goats from, and she used to be a vet tech, and so she just rattles off technical terms. And, and the vet told us too. The vet told us as well, but, but I first heard it from Crystal, and she just like <laughs> rattled it off really fast. And it's like, well, I... Okay, I, I know what she meant, but I don't think I can repeat that to another person. <laughs> right, there's a lot. <laughs> Unless I go to college and you know learn how to be a vet tech, I don't <laughs> think I can repeat what she just said. <laughs> but the also when I was taught how to give injections to goats, and I saw Crystal do it for the first time, because she's a vet tech, her hand moves like lightning, and she's just her muscle memory is perfect. It's just it's just crazy to watch her give an injection. It's like it's done. We'll wow. have to have her on here and interview her. She doesn't yeah. know this yet, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm thinking of okay. Step one is this. Step two is this. She's already finished and gone back to her sandwich. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, the... I will never give injections. Uh, just so everyone knows, I have a fear of needles. I do not like getting shots. And when he gives the shots to the goats, I have to look away. I just I can't. <laughs> but I've gotten better, and the goats are. They tell you when you are doing it wrong. Oh yeah, they do. But but I've gotten I've gotten better and I've gotten advice and I've, I've, I'm okay now. So you always want someone on your farm who's okay with needles because yeah, there will be needles in your life. But with the ammonium chloride, there's something that builds up in the body with the grain. Calcium? Might be, but it's something that builds up and it could block the the urinary tract. And the ammonium chloride breaks it down. So if ammonium chloride is in their diet, it helps get break that down and takes care of them so you get feed that has it or you get goat minerals that have it there's different ways but but when you feed grain you definitely want to make sure they're getting ammonium chloride now for our part we're the people that get caught and, and we're the people that the random crazy stuff happens to so we just don't also, like to roll dice point noted that the grain is not gluten-free there is no gluten-free grain for goats so yeah 
I would get sick if I had to deal with it as well. So that's even another. If, even if Kara just handles it, it would have an effect. She gets rashes. She gets. She's very sensitive. Yeah, we gave it to the babies when we first got them, just so they could put on some weight. And I got. I was terribly sick, and it, it was was not fun. So. So we end up doing just hay, and they get hay, they get goat minerals, and they get baking soda, and they get they get uh, treats. We Kara yep. found treats that are that fit in the Venn diagram between chickens, ducks, and goats. The uh, black oil sunflower seeds. Yeah, they are. Those win for all, except the front of the house ducks do not like them. <laughs> Don't. So some ducks will turn their beak, turn their bills up at them, but most of them enjoy it. The, yes. Another treat that we get They're for the very goats, healthy for them. Yeah. It, the, our goats get treats all the time. But for us, uh, one of the treats for the goats is Timothy grass pellets, which you get from Tractor Supply. Yeah, instead of grain in the morning, like a lot of animals want breakfast, right? So in, to encourage them outside of their house, uh, we set up some Timothy grain pellets. Timothy grass. Timothy grass, sorry. And these bowls, and we place them around the yard, and then they can come out of their house. Otherwise, they stay in there and pee and do their morning business. So just well, get them out for a while. When you first open the doors, they come running out, but then they might go back in. Yeah. And the, the problem Kara has is when she's trying to clean their, their houses out every day, it, they meander and get in the way. So she puts hay outside or puts something outside to distract, distract them. them. We should go over that as well. Some of the, we need to talk about what kind of feeder we have, which you, we just kind of put it together. We don't have an official feeder. You can get them at Tractor Supply or farm store near you. We found laundry baskets at, from Walmart. Uh, go figure. Yeah, at Walmart, but they're they're metal laundry baskets, and they have a four inch by four <laughs> inch metal grid. Nope. This is Brian editing the podcast and it's not a four by four grid it's a three by three grid i got that mixed up because we have fencing that's four by four that i need to replace because they can get their little heads through a four by four if they're small enough and the birds can sometimes get through that too so the feeder grid is three by three which is too small for any of them to get their heads completely through yeah but big enough for them to get their mouths in and we basically took uh, 24 by 36 OSB boards, stuck them to the, screwed them into the wall, the studs on the inside of their building, and used some C clamps to to hold the the laundry hamper baskets um, onto this to boards, and then I I used some ropes and some some uh, eyelets to kind of secure them on the sides, which you don't have to do. Just figure out your own way. But be advised, the goats are going to climb on the feeder. They're going to stick their faces in there. And, but and you want it off the floor because once hay touches the floor, it's kind of dead to them. Yeah. If a large clump hits the floor, they'll maybe eat off of it for a moment. But hay and that's been on the floor is, is like, no. That's... It's gross. It's like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> and we also put, Kara uh, put rubber liners on the bottom of the, the feeders because the hay would fall right out the bottom. But you, you get the hay bales, they're compressed. So you want to break them up as you put them into the feeder. And yeah, because sometimes there's garbage in the hay. Like, I don't do a 
super job because I have goats on me and it's hard sometimes, but there have been times where I found candy wrappers or bottles sticks smashed in there. So it's kind of gross. So they, you want to kind of... They drive a tractor through a field to pick up all the hay. Yeah. And whatever's in the field gets picked up. Yeah. So you, it's it could be Sad. a bowl of... It could be a bowl of Cracker Jacks when you open it up. <laughs> but the, the goats are going to, uh, of course, attack the one that... They're going to pick one that's their favorite and ignore the others. Like we have four feeders and they, they all go for this, try to go for the same one. But we had trouble with chickens jumping in the top of the feeder, nesting in there and laying eggs. And we can't just have that. So I actually had to cut uh, plywood out and screw a handle onto it and use it as a top to keep the chickens out of there. So you're gonna have to, depending upon your farm and your land and your setup, you may have to build some things to kind of deal with it, but you 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 want you want a grid in the feeder that's small enough that nobody can get their head through and get stuck. Yeah. But large enough they can get their mouth in there to pull the hay out. Very important. And if you don't break up the hay, you end up with clumps of it in the middle that their mouths can't reach. So you want to make sure it's all broken up if you can. And what else? Um, well, I was so worried because I've done all this research prior to getting the goats and they're like, chicken poo can be so bad for them, et cetera, et cetera. And then I asked the breeders we got them from, I'm like, do you separate them? What do you do? And they're like, don't worry about it. So it hasn't been an issue. The chickens like to, you know, do pedicures and peck at the goats if they have anything on them. They help with tick control on the goats, which has been great. So it's less of an issue now, less like scary to think about, but it was scary in the beginning. It's like, what if a goat eats chicken poo, which they won't do, but that's how my mind works, but they're good. They're good together. Yeah. You want, you want to give them a lot of attention too because i mean the only time our goats have busted out we had we had an area that i hadn't mowed yet and they had eaten all the grass and everything and so there was some tall grass on the other side of the fence so kara was going in and they got past her and went to that grass or um, there was callan who wants to be a house goat so he would rather just follow me into the house than stay in his he's, yard. Yeah, he's trying to get in the house. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's looked through the sliding glass door and he wants all of that. Uh, but I, I solved the problem by making a, a airlock like the dog park. There's a people-sized gate and it, there, it leads to a fenced-in chamber with another people-sized gate. And there's enough room in that chamber for you and a gorilla cart. So that you can open the gate, bring something in in a gorilla cart, close the back gate behind you, open the uh, the next gate, and if the goats get past you, it doesn't matter. There's two gates, so yeah. nobody gets out anymore. We haven't had a problem. Let me see. We've gone through feeders. We've gone through feed. Well, you always want fresh water for them, of course, because they're living animals. But it's hard with our setup because the ducks tend to always muck up everything. Winter's harder. Because 
You have to carry the water to we them. We gotta carry the water, so we gotta fill it up in the kitchen pantry, and then we have one gallon. Uh, a bunch of one gallon jugs. Jugs. Buy. That's the word. They're not buckets. They're jugs, so you can close them up so you don't spill them everywhere. And then the larger jugs, which I can't carry. They're five gallons. Five gallons. And they're like, I, I don't know how much uh, five gallons of water weighs, but... It's a lot. They're hefty. But, so goats love hot water in the winter. It warms their bellies, and it's just a, another treat that they love. 41.7 mm-hmm. pounds for five gallons of water. Yeah. So we started out with the Home Depot five-gallon bucket. And you have to lift that with both arms out of the farm sink, and you can spill it. We recommend uh, five-gallon jugs. You can order them from Tractor Supply on online. I think or, they're called Happy Horse. Or if you're a lightweight like me, the one-gallon jugs I got from Uline.com, and you get like a dozen of them, and they've worked really well. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. The um. The one gallons are, are excellent for cleaning things up and filling water bowls. The the five gallons are, you can actually get them from Chewy.com as well. They're, they're called Happy Horse Portable Water Container, five gallons. They've got a big cap and they've got a little cap on the back for an air vent so it doesn't slosh as much. Though, and they're stackable. Yeah. And they're extremely durable. So those are your friends in winter. When everything's freezing and you gotta go take them hot water, the we, the main reason for hot water is so that it lasts longer in the winter, so it doesn't freeze immediately. But then it became a delicacy that the goats really enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that too. I think we're ready to talk about how to get the goats. Okay. Should that be another episode? Because we're already at. We don't want to take up so much overwhelm. time. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to know and learn. Um, There's also a difference, like, if you're, you know, if you're a cat person or a dog person. So, with this, are you a goat person or a sheep person? Because goats kind of require more attention than sheep. Uh, We do not have sheep yet. We are on a list for baby doll sheep. (laughs) Yeah, which means we have to shear one sheep. No, well, herd animals, right? So we need at least two or three. No, we're yep. not getting... They're, they're in a herd of goats. That's nope. where she's at. She's nope. in a herd of goats. You got to bring in... You can't bring in just one. They'll get bullied. So you need at least two. So we are on a list. It probably won't happen till next year. Because in Maine, baby doll sheep aren't as accessible. But they're adorable. And they're small. That's the whole reason. They're smaller... And easier to manage, so that's why. An extremely important note if you're going to have goats and sheep on the same farm. Copper. Is copper. The, the, the goat, sheep and goat, goats both need minerals. Yes. But they're not the same minerals. So if you have your sheep in one pasture and your goats in another pasture, whatevs, it's fine. You tailor it for each one. But if they're together, you have to give the sheep minerals to everybody but the goats need copper, and the sheep cannot have copper. So that means we're going to have to go to all of our goats <laughs> and give them copper yeah. in, like, tablet form or something. I think they make them in capsules, so it'll be fun. So we're going to have to <laughs> feed 
copper to goats. Yeah. Because of the one singular baby doll. There's not going to be one. Put. There's going to be two or three. We do not have infinite buildings and infinite acres. Oh, my God. And they get worthwhile. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a discussion for <laughs> offline, I guess. So, yeah, we should, we're getting up there in time. We should sum up. So this is just general primer for, for goats. Yeah. Can... They're a lot of fun. I highly suggest them. If you're on the fence, definitely do it. But there's all different types of goats, too. We didn't even go into that. We touched on a couple of breeds, but each... And we have miniature goats. We do not actually yeah. farm them. We don't. They're not for meat. They're not for dairy. They're just pets. I, although I do refer to them as my landscaping crew. Because yes. we, when, when we got our new tractor, I did not get the mower deck. I did not need the mower deck. They do keep the grass down. Even though they don't like grass, but they have done a good job. Yeah, because they, they'll take out everything else and then they'll go to the grass. And they're great at getting rid of poison ivy, which is a whole other thing. That's a, Yeah. <laughs> we'll go into that more in another episode, but goats are immune to poison ivy and they will devour it. And just like the hops... If you eat the plants off of it all the time, it can't do photosynthesis and the plant dies. So yes. they will kill, through that method, they'll kill all the poison ivy on your property. There are actually companies that hire out their goats and that's a whole to do. I don't think I could be away from my goats for even a, a day. So They have temporary shelters for them. They have temporary enough. fencing that they lay out yeah. uh, dependent upon the situation. They, they hired them out for solar farms to clean up everything around the solar panels. It's pretty cool, but... I even talked to somebody that, that um, did that in the army. Oh, those yeah. those a place where the goats were doing the landscaping. And there's, there's a person whose military job was goat wrangler or goat herder. I don't know what they called it, but he was in charge <laughs> of the goats. And that was his... His military job. That would be an awesome job. But, you know, there's all <laughs> kinds of jobs in the military. Somebody's got to do all the stuff. So, you never but know. It, but, yeah, they, they do use goats to do to clean things up um, around solar farms and other kind of places. I, I would assume wind farms, any place. Oh, yeah. Or just your property if you want stuff um, taken out. Yeah. I mean. But that's an entire business. Entire. It's not something you just do on a weekend. It's It's an entire business model that people commit to. Yeah, you need fencing, shelters, trailers. And then there's show goats. We didn't even get into show goats because we don't know much about it, but they exist and they're out there. So there's all different kinds. The next goat episode, we should probably go into more into the kind of the breeds and all yeah. the other kinds. Yeah. And... But this is our first... This is like our Marvel movie phase one period where we're just kind of hitting all the points. The primers, if yeah. you will. And then we'll come back around and circle back to stuff. Because there's so much. I mean, animals take up a lot of time and care and there's so much to learn. And yeah. So if you're thinking about goats. Do it. It's <laughs> Think about it first. <laughs> think about your situation. Don't jump into it lightly. But if you do it, it's it's a rewarding thing. Uh, unless you do dairy, in which case you will be mil milking that goat every single day. And you'll have to know about their genetics and uh, if they're a clean herd or not. It's a whole thing. There's so much. There's just so much. Yeah. 
The internet is your friend. It's not, though, but there's <laughs> so... <laughs> I have learned not a lot from the internet. Everything's contradictory and... Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. okay. Everything's contradictory and confusing, to say the least, but we'll try to help you and we'll have experts. We'll talk to other people. Everyone has their own opinion, too. That's the problem, but... You're doing well on the amount of sleep that you got. I'm just, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I, I haven't been as talkative and it's just, yeah. It was bad enough already, but then the time change got you. So, yeah. Holy moly. I've been getting up an hour early all week because I knew this would mess up. And before I, before we had cell phones, I was late to work every year. I never, never in my life have I gotten the time, the time change correct in either season. I, I've no. never gotten it right. I've been early or late to work whenever the time change hits. And oh, now yeah. my cell phone just takes care of it for me. And I, yeah, I still have, I still don't phone. do it myself. My cell phone auto magically does the time change. I, Luckily, I because I got to go around the house and change all the clocks. And there's always one clock you forget. There's always one. I mean, ugh, that's so frustrating. The Gen Z people don't understand what it means to go set clocks. That's true. They probably don't have wall clocks. <laughs> Sometimes when you don't know where your phone is, you need to look at a clock, especially in the kitchen, because you don't have your phone with you. And it's just, oh, it's a to-do. But In any case. And now this is the first day we'll have to have dinner before we put the animals to bed. So that's another wrench in the whole... Yeah, we're at a northern latitude, so the the difference between the length of the day in winter and summer is large. Drastic. Yeah, it's large. But we'll, we'll get into more in another podcast episode. Yes, there's always much more. We can go on and on. Thanks for being with us. Oh, yes. Thank you. Have a good night, day, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>